Welcome to the Vibrant Living Podcast with Stacey Harmer. I'm so grateful you're here. I'm a certified holistic health, creation, and life coach, and passionate about creating a vibrant life. I'm the founder of Vibrant Living Academy and the Vibrant Life Coach Academy, and my new monthly mentoring membership, Becoming. We'll have conversations about nourishing your body, heart, mind, and soul, discovering your purpose and passion, and sharing your gifts with the world. Thanks for tuning in today. This is episode number 45, Resistance. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm so excited to connect with you once again. It's a little bit early for me, so I can tell my voice is a little bit like early morning voice, but I wanted to hop on and record my podcast this morning because my power is going to go out. My electricity for the day, they're doing work on our street and they keep doing this every week or two, a whole day, the power's out. So I'm like, oh, I got to get my podcast done early in the morning before that goes down today. So here we are. I'm excited about the topic today resistance. You know, we, right now, we currently are in January, the first of the year in 2023. And I know we've talked a lot about goals and I'm I'm sure that you are working on things in your life, but this concept is so powerful to understand at any time, but especially at the first of the year. One of my favorite um, things to teach is the hero cycle. I love the, the hero's journey, Joseph Campbell first wrote about that, but it's really in all literature, in movies, in Greek mythology, in ancient scripture, in your life, okay, is we all go through this hero's journey, which is we get this call, you know, this nudging, this this inspiration to go do something bigger than ourselves, right? And as we go down this journey, and it's a cycle, it's around like a circle, we, we come up with a mentor, someone that shows up in our life that has been on this journey before. That's why I love, yeah, I just love life and, you know, the the experiences we have in life. And I think the purpose of those is to help other people, right? That's what gives our challenges and trials meaning. But anyway, you're going to come up with a mentor. And as you continue down this cycle, we we cross this threshold because right now in the calling part, you're in the known, but pretty soon you're going to step into the unknown or the underworld. And you're going to go through things that are really challenging. Now, this call could be anything. It could be a goal you're setting. It could be, you know, whatever comes to you. And it's, it happens multiple times in our lives. It's not like we get one calling, one chance. Now, this is just cyclical and it's, I feel like never ending. But as you go down this cycle, you're going to come up with tests and trials and temptations and challenges and really resistance. Often that resistance comes from our own self-sabotage. I promise you, along the way, you're going to want to quit. It's going to be hard. And a lot of times we do, and people feel like, ah, this is too hard, and I'm just going to go back to life and and not work on the things that um, inspire me because it's too hard, but just know that it's those trials and challenges and obstacles. You're never going to get through what you're calling without going through that. That is the way. Okay. And then at that, the bottom of that cycle, you're going to hit rock bottom somewhere. And in, in the hero's journey, it says the abyss, your um, death and rebirth. And so you're going to, you know, hit that place, but then you're going to keep going. 
around that. And that's when your transformation comes. You feel like you're changing and then you're going to return back to the top and you're going to bring your gifts, your talents and treasures to the world, but you're going to have to fight your demons and dragons along the way. So that's just the cycle of life. I just feel like knowing ahead of time, yeah, whatever we do, you're going to come up with those obstacles. And, and I invite you to be in the game because sometimes it's so easy to like, ah, oh, this is too hard and just check out. But that is not who we are made for. We are made for more. We're made to, um, to develop ourselves, to be, contribute to the world and those gifts and talents that are unique to us. <clears throat> so today I want to talk to you about that, that area of that cycle and that journey, sort of the, the trials and challenges and obstacles and tests and temptations and the resistance. Now, I just finished reading a book that I've had for a long time on my shelf, and it's called The War of Art. Break the blocks and win your creative, your, your inner creative battles. And I love this book. It's by Stephen Pressfield. It is a gem, but especially right now, the, the start of the year, it is, there's so many incredible nuggets because he talks about resistance. So for this podcast, I'm just going to take some nuggets out of this book and share with you and condense it because it's, he says it's so much better, but everyone faces resistance. So here's a few nuggets here. The unlived life. Most of us have two lives, the life we live and the, and the unlived life within us. Between the two stands resistance. Have you ever bought, brought home a treadmill and let it gather dust in the attic? Ever quit a diet, a course of yoga, a meditation practice? Ever, have you ever bailed out on a call to embark upon a spiritual practice, dedicate yourself to a humanitarian calling, commit your life to the service of others? Have you ever wanted to be a mother, a doctor, an advocate for the weak and helpless, to run for office, crusade for the planet, campaign for world peace, or to preserve the environment? Late at night, have you experienced a vision of the person you might become, the work you could accomplish, the realized being you were meant to be? Are you a writer who doesn't write, a painter who doesn't paint, an entrepreneur who never started? Then you know what resistance is. Resistance is the most toxic force on the planet. It is the root of more unhappiness than poverty and disease. To yield to resistance forms our spirit. It stunts us and makes us less than we are and were born to be. So if you believe in God, and I do, you must declare resistance evil, for it prevents us from achieving the life God intended when he endowed each of us with our own unique genius. Every sun casts a shadow, and genius's shadow is resistance. As powerful as is our soul's call to realization, so potent are the forces of resistance arrayed against it. Okay, so that's from the book, The Unlived the section on the unlived life and the power of resistance in our lives and everyone facing it, every person on this planet faces resistance and really it's our charge to understand it and get through it. So here's a, a list of resistance's greatest gifts. The pursuit of any calling in writing, painting, music, film, dance, or any creative art, okay? All of these activities commonly 
elicit resistance. The launching of any entrepreneurial venture or enterprise, any diet or health regimen, any program of spiritual advancement, any course or program designed to overcome an, an unwholesome habit or addiction, education of any kind. So all of these things are going to, you're going to face resistance in all of them. Okay. In other words, any act that rejects immediate gratification in favor of long-term growth. Let me just repeat that. Any act that rejects immediate gratification in favor of long-term growth, health, and integrity. Okay. You're going to, um, all of these things will elicit resistance. Okay. So we know it, we know it. And often that resistance comes even from ourselves, right? So here's another little nugget. Resistance's goal is not to wound or disable. Resistance aims to kill. Its target is the epicenter of our being, our genius, our soul, the unique and priceless gift we were put on earth to give and that no one else has but us. Resistance means business. When we fight it, we are in a war to the death. So I want you to commit, commit to that calling, commit to that goal. I mean, that is so important and just never give up because that resistance will show up and you can just like, oh, there you are. I see you and acknowledge the resistance that you're going to not want to do the things that you say you want to do or work on the projects or start the venture or all those things. But that, as we follow that and follow that hero's journey, that kind what comes out on the other side and the top of that is the fulfilled life. Okay. So another little nugget, resistance recruits allies. Resistance by definition is self-sabotage. But there's a parallel peril that must be also guarded against. And that's the sabotage of others. When a writer begins to overcome her resistance, in other words, when she actually starts to write, she may find that those close to her begin acting strange. They may become moody or sullen. They may get sick. They may accuse the awakening writer of changing or not being the person she was. The closer these people are to the awakening writer, the more bizarrely they will act and the more emotion they will put behind their actions. They are trying to self-sabotage her. The reason is that they are struggling consciously or unconsciously against their own resistance. The awakening writer's success becomes a reproach to them. If she can beat these demons, why can't they? So have you ever experienced that? Have you ever experienced trying something new and the people around you are like, wait a second, you're changing. What's going on? And you feel their resistance or even self-sabotage. So the highest treason a crab can commit is to make a leap from the rim of the bucket. You've heard that, you know, get a bucket of crabs and when the crab tries to go up and higher and get over the rim, they're like attacked by the other crabs and pulled down. So just understand that that's going to come, okay? Not only from yourself, but even others. So let's talk about resistance and procrastination. The most difficult aspect of procrastination is that it can become a habit. We don't just put off our lives today. We put them off till our deathbed. So never forget this very moment. We can change our lives. There never was a moment and never will be when we are without the power to alter our destiny. I love that. It's in the moment. 
Okay. We can turn the tables on resistance and we can get back to our work. So sometimes, you know, we say you have a health goal or whatever, and you mess up like, ah, okay, then I'm just going to sabotage it. Just eat everything, whatever. Just know that in the moment, in the second, you can turn something around. We don't have to wait for the next day, the next week, the next month, the next year, but any moment. Okay. So, so many great nuggets in this book, you guys. So I've just highlighted a few. Here's another one. Resistance and unhappiness. What does resistance feel like? First, unhappiness. We feel like hell. A low-grade misery pervades everything. We're bored. We're restless. We can't get any satisfaction. There's guilt, but we can't put our finger on the source. We want to go back to bed. We want to get up and party. We feel unloved and unlovable. We're disgusted. We hate our lives. We hate ourselves. Unalleviated resistance mounts to a pitch that becomes unendurable. At this point, vice kicks in, dope, adultery, web surfing. Beyond that, resistance becomes unclinical, depression, aggression, dysfunction. Okay, then actual crime and physical self-destruction. Sounds like life. I know it isn't. It's resistance. What makes it tricky is that we live in a consumer culture that's acutely aware of this unhappiness and has massed all its profit-seeking artillery to exploit it by selling us a product, a drug, a distraction to deal with these things. So just understand that our lives, okay, this is Stacy talking to you. Our lives are meant for meaning. We're meant for more. We're meant for fulfillment. And we get that when we're in our progression and growth and contribution and learning, but we're going to find that resistance always. And when that comes and we're not stepping into our journey, okay, into our call, into what, what lights us up on the inside, we're going to un- underneath that feel really unsettled, unfulfilled, um, unhappy. And then, okay, what happens when we have those emotions and we're not engaged in our goals and the things that we're working towards, then we have to find pleasure because we're, we're kind of in a very unhappy state. So often that's when the addictions and the habits, the unhealthy, unhealthy habits come in because we're trying to find pleasure. And we might find that in, you know, so surfing the internet, social media, um, food, alcohol, other you know, destructive things that are, are numbing the pain that we're going through. Okay. And that's because we're not stepping into that hero's journey, our life, stepping and being in the game. Okay. So, so many good nuggets here. One other resistance and criticism. If you find yourself criticizing other people, you're probably doing it out of resistance. When we see others beginning to live their lives authentically, it drives us crazy if we have not lived out our own life that way. Individuals who are realized in their own lives almost never criticize others. If they speak at all, it is to offer encouragement. So watch yourself. Of all the manifestations of resistance, most only harm ourselves. Criticism and cruelty harm others as well. So just understand, like, there's no time to like worry about other people or, or gossip and, you know, be concerned. Let's like, when we're in the game, our, we're like connected and we're, we have the goal that we're working towards. And I'm not saying it's going to be easy or we're perfect and we can slip down. Yes, 
all the time. We're human. We're going to have the human experience. But don't check out, right? Don't just check out of your life because you were made for more. You There's something deep inside that, that only you can offer that is unique to you. And it doesn't have to be grandiose. It's wherever you are in your home, in your family, in your workplace, in whatever venture you you're doing, you bring your gifts, you bring your uniqueness, but don't let resistance get to you. Okay. It's like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a war. That's why the book's called the war of art. And he talks about the art because that creative genius inside of you, like for that to be birthed. And really it's, it's like a, it's like you're bringing forth a new baby. You're birthing something into the world. You're going to, and I've gone through childbirth. That's not easy. It's painful, right? When you're birthing anything, you're going to go through some labor pains, but understand that that's part of the process. Okay. This is the conclusion. And actually it's the conclusion of his book too. <clears throat> he says, are you a born writer? Were you put on earth to be a painter, a scientist, an apostle of peace? In the end, the question can only be answered by action. Do it or don't do it. It may help to think of it this way. If you were meant to cure cancer or write a symphony or crack cold fusion and you don't do it, you not only hurt yourself, even destroy yourself. You hurt your children. You hurt me. You hurt the planet. You shame the angels who watch over you and you spite the almighty who created you and only you with your unique gifts for the sole purpose of nudging the human race one millimeter farther along its path back to God. Creative work is not a selfish act or a bid for attention on the part of the actor. It's a gift to the world and every being in it. Don't cheat us of your contribution. Give us what you've got. Oh, I love that. The last page of that book, I just, it stirs something within me so much. Don't cheat us. Don't cheat yourself from what you've got. Bring it forth. Give birth to it. Fight the resistance. Fight your own demons and dragons. And um, get a mentor. You know, surround yourself with a community that will support and encourage and love, love you through this. You know, I've heard it said that God doesn't just like rain down. Um, he doesn't, he doesn't just rain down from heaven books and poetry and food and medicine and music. He calls people, he calls writers and farmers and healers and doctors and musicians to deliver the goods. Okay. We're on a journey to develop and deliver our goods, our gifts and talents with the world. But let me just tell you, and you know it you're going to face resistance. That's part of the game. There's opposition in all things. Okay. Connect with people. <laughs> uh, I love this. Anyway, I love you. Thank you for tuning in. In fact, I just, I'm so grateful. Last night I hosted um, a gathering. We do this, these gatherings monthly in my home or just wherever, but usually I host them. But and last night, so many new women came and joined that I had never met. And I'm like, oh, we are gathering the most incredible army of women that, you know, I, I love this analogy. You can break a twig, you can, a little stick, you can break it. You get a bundle together and you try to break that and you can't because there's strength in numbers and community and connection. So if you live in Utah and would like to join us, I'd love to have you part of just our gathering. There are free classes, there are connection, there are um, 
just connecting with people that are on this on their own hero's journey. So you can go to stacyharmer.com and you can, like I have, I think it's um, on my website, you can sign up for 20 ways to raise your vibration. It's a really great um, little tool and to raise your vibration and you get that, but then you'll get on my list and then you will hear about our gatherings and we would love to have you in any way be connected to our Vibrant Living Academy and community. It's really just a beautiful place. And last thing, if you feel like you want some sunshine and transformation and rest and rejuvenation, we have just a few spots left for our upcoming retreat to Hawaii, the North shore of Oahu. And I tell you, it is transformative. It's amazing. Um, so many incredible experiences. This is another one of the calls I've received. People are like, why are you always going over there? Well, it's, it's God planted in my heart and gave me the vision of what happens. And I've seen it firsthand when you get into such a healing place and a beautiful place of such high energy and you come together with women of purpose and you go through this beautiful awakening and healing journey and get in the ocean and sand and see the beautiful creation. Something changes. <laughs> anyway. So excited for our next one in April, the end of April. So um, you can go to stacyharmer.com backslash retreat just to learn more about it and grab a spot if you'd like to join us. So thank you everyone for tuning into the um, podcast today and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye.